This is What The Flux. I'm Brett. And I'm Justin. And it's Tuesday, the 18th of July. Flux fam, are you going to be at Splendour in the Grass this weekend? Ooh. Well, so are we. What The Flux is heading on the road and we'll be recording a live podcast for the good people at Splendour on Thursday. And Hush Deep will be appearing on a boss panel <laughs> on Friday. So if you're there, come and say g'day. Can't wait, B-man. Listen to this. The former Productivity Commissioner and former partner at Big Four Professional Services firms, he reckons we need legislation to break up the big four professional services firms. Big. He reckons conflicts of interest are bound to arise when auditing and consulting is done by the same firm. Three slippery stories today, Justin. Let's do it. For our first. Optus is hoping its broadcast of the upcoming FIFA Women's World Cup will provide an opportunity to rejuvenate its tarnished <laughs> reputation. Pull up a chair, Brett, and please fill me in on this situation. <laughs> so, Jazzy Boy, everyone knows by now about Optus's disastrous year yep. last year. We're talking a cyber attack that resulted in the data of nearly 10 million current and former customers being stolen. Now, following that cyber attack, it's believed that Optus lost at least 10% of its customers. But over 50% of Optus customers are still considering their options. Now, as the FIFA Women's World Cup is about to kick off on Thursday, Mm -hmm. Optus is hoping, no, 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 they're begging (laughs) that this major event might be the lifeline to turn things around. And as the official broadcaster of the tournament, Optus is trying to hustle to revive its rep. Interesting. What's the key learning here? When faced with a crisis, companies often look for creative ways to bounce back. For Optus, they're trying to leverage the cultural significance of a major sports event to rebuild its brand. And regain the trust of the public. Expect to see plenty of Optus ads during this yeah. World Cup flux fam. And Brett, they're not the first company to run a big campaign post-crisis. In 2010, after facing criticism, Domino's admitted their pizzas just weren't up to the mark. <laughs> they promised to reinvent their recipes and kept customers involved in the process. And long story short, this actually helped turn around their fortunes. So as the world tunes in to cheer on their favourite teams, it is game on for Optus. The stakes are high and the field is set. The big question is whether they can score a Sam Kerr-esque goal <laughs> with their reputation Recovery. Or do they let this one go past the keeper too? <laughs> For our second story, Shein, the fast fashion giant, is facing a lawsuit from a group of independent designers who accuse it and its AI systems of stealing their designs. Sounds like a lot of yoinking going on <laughs> by AI at the moment. So yeah. what's happening here? Well, B-Man, Shein is the seriously fast fashion giant. In fact, Shein updates its website with, on average, 6,000 wow. new styles every single day. Compare that to Zara, which releases around 5,000 500 new styles every week. New tagline, Zara, the slow fashion company. <laughs> now, Brett, Shein has grown rapidly thanks to its fast fashion and its broad range of products. But, but, Jazzy Boy, with fast growth, often comes fast controversy. And now, a group of designers have thrown the gauntlet at Shein. The designers allege that Shein's design algorithm is copying their original work. And with the final whack, they allege that it's a continuous pattern of racketeering. So what is the key learning here? In the world of AI and fashion, it's unclear where inspiration ends and theft begins. Now, Brett, there's a huge question about the potential misuse of artificial intelligence in the business world. More specifically, in creative industries. We know that AI offers huge possibilities. But, Jazzy Boy, there is clearly an ethical conundrum around using AI for design inspiration. Think about it. An AI system is trained to generate designs based on a very vast data set. So there is the potential for it to reproduce work that closely resembles a pre-existing design. And Brett, we're starting to see more and more of this. Remember when we discussed comedian 
Sarah Silverman suing ChatGPT last week for copyright infringement as well. So we're wondering how closely an AI-generated design can resemble an original without being a copyright infringement. Mm -hmm. For our third and final story, Italy's luxury fashion groups such as Prada and... Amenagilda Zegna. They're teaming up to protect their supply chains and smaller Italian companies. Unusual camaraderie in Italian fashion, so <laughs> what is going on here? A bit of background here, Jazzy Boy. Many of Italy's luxury brands, like Prada and... Amenagilda Zegna. They've been around for over 100 years. Not to forget Gucci as well. And Jazzy Boy, normally these luxury fashion houses are pretty civil on the outside. Gotta stay classy. But behind closed doors, there's a rival here with more passion than that of Barbie versus Oppenheimer for the best release of the US summer. But now Prada and Amena Gildazenia have done a little collab. But hold your horses, Jazzy Boy. It ain't a collab on clothing. No, no, no. It's a collab to buy stakes in one of their suppliers Ooh. that specialize in cashmere and knitwear. And Brett, LVMH and Gucci's owner, Keering, have also been snapping up suppliers left, right and center. Because for a luxury brand that made in Italy heritage is critical and they can't afford to risk these Italian manufacturers going under. So what is the key learning here? For luxury brands, maintaining control over their supply chain is crucial to their business model. Think about it. It ensures that products reach stores on time and also ensures that the materials meet the brand's quality standards, effectively their reputation. Yep, hey man, these luxury brands, they don't want a scandal like Boohoo who are uncovered to be paying their workers three and a half pounds per hour. And Josie Boy, by investing in their suppliers, these luxury companies are securing the bag, i.e. their supply <laughs> chains. But also fostering local businesses and helping them grow. FoxFam will be heading on the road and recording a live podcast for the good people at Splendor in the Grass on Thursday. So if you're there on Thursday or Friday, come and say good day. Thanks for listening and we'll see you tomorrow.